The FAA is investigating a mid-air incident where an Allegiant air flight and a Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell yesterday when he gave an eight-minute speech on the Senate floor, but no mention of the moment the 81-year-old Republican leader caught us over by me. Oh, God, he defined your Republican Not your mom, friends, cousins, not your teachers, not your sisters, but God. What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be back. I had a very chill weekend. My college had a cheer clinic on Sunday. Shout out to everyone who pulled up. If you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast. I upload every Monday morning at 8 a.m. So, joke of the day. How did the tree get a new job? Drum roll, please. She had the right qualifications. (laughs) get it qualifications but qual leaf tree leaf anyways guys so y'all know how in one of my episodes i talked about how christine always talked about prayer which she's really good at and then after that i kept mentioning and saying how prayer is important and that one day we'll talk about it well guess what We're talking about it today. Oh, yeah. We're getting into it. And we're going to have a very special guest. I repeat, a very special guest. She's so positive and the best person to go to when you need a friend and someone to talk to about your problems. Anyways, enough of me. Here is the one and only Christine. Hi everyone, my name is Christine. Thanks, Destiny, so much for having me. So it's so cool that you have this podcast. You know, it's what a lot of people are not doing at your age, and I'm just so excited to just come on. I hope it's a blessing. I hope it encourages. I hope um, it's practical. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right into it. Uh, Destiny asked me to talk about prayer, and I know if you're like me, when you think about prayer, sometimes it can seem a little intimidating, like it could seem daunting that it's something that only pastors or leaders or really eloquent people can do. But if I can break it down, I think the best way I can is I have to start with this story. It's actually wild. Um, I don't share it often and few people know it. Um, So if you know it, shout out to you. (laughs) But it goes back to a time when I was in Galveston, which was a beach here in Houston. And basically, I was probably like 10 or 11. I don't even know how old I was, to be honest. I knew I couldn't drive at the time. And I was holding my mom's glasses as she went into the water. Um, There was some retreat that was going on at this beach. So I stood along the shores. I didn't feel like getting wet and going all the way in. And so I just stayed close to the shore and just walked the beach with a friend. And she was picking up seashells. And out of nowhere, there was this really shiny one. And she told me to look. And um, I bent down to pick it up. And right then, the glasses fell into the water. And if you know anything about Galveston, you cannot see your feet. Like it is not clear water. And so I dove in to try to grab her glasses and they were gone. Like I couldn't find them. They weren't anywhere. And just like clockwork, my mom gets out of the water asking me for her glasses. And I couldn't believe that I had just lost them not even like a minute before. And so 
she begins to get upset with me because she really can't see without her glasses. She can't drive. And then at the time for her to even get the glasses, she has to like order them. So it takes like two weeks and she was worried about how to get it to work, all the things, right? So she tells her um, Bible study group because we were all there overnight um, at this beach house and they start walking the, the beach and praying, okay? And I'm in the water. At this point, I'm wet, right? So I just go in the water and... And I'm just like staring at the vast ocean and I'm like talking to God, but kind of to myself. And I'm like, I can't believe I lost these glasses. And I was just like, God, I don't even know how we're going to drive home. Like, how is this going to work? I can't believe I lost them. I just kept saying that. And so I had a friend of mine that was in the water, probably like a deep in and, um, and she was walking out. And so I go meet her halfway. And um, when I met her, uh, we're probably probably waist deep, right? And I start to tell her what happened. And I, I was just like, yo, I lost my mom's glasses. I don't know if you heard about it. Like um, they're, they're somewhere in the water. And while I'm telling her, she uh, makes this funny face and then she picks up her foot and it's my mom's glasses. And I could not believe it like how impossible that was, right? Like I had faith to believe that like maybe it would turn up in the morning, like on the beach shore somehow. And, but I was in shock. Like had I stopped like a step to the left or to the right or um, a, a minute or a second earlier, we would have missed it. And she said she felt something brush her foot and she didn't even grab it with her hand. She grabbed it with her foot. I just was in shock because when I turned back, I was way far from where I originally dropped the glasses and I couldn't believe it. And I brought it back. And I just remember like I took a moment and just stared at the ocean. And I just remember thinking like, wow, God, you're the God of the impossible. And I share that story because it wasn't like I was on my knees praying, right? I was just talking to God. I was really concerned. I was just like, God, I don't, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, you know? And it reminds me of the story in the Bible of Moses, right? He was leading the Israelites out by a word from the Lord and he stands before the Red Sea and it's in front of him, the Red Sea and behind him are Pharaoh and all of his chariots ready to come kill them, right? And he's stuck, like he doesn't know what to do. And in scripture, it says that Moses steps aside and and just cries out to God and talks to God and God tells him what to do. I think oftentimes prayer Um, it is of course times where you're in a prayer closet and you talk to him and you do that, but there are times where you're just in moments where I literally bring God into my day to day. I'll be driving or I'll be somewhere and I'll just say, God, like, you know, I'm worried about this or God, like, thank you for this. It's like, I'm bringing him in as I would tell a best friend about everything. Right. And I've seen like my friends that know me, like I have this running joke. It's obviously not scriptural, but I always have this running joke that I'm God's favorite. Right. And if you know anything about scripture, anybody could be God's favorite. I just acknowledge it and I say it. And it's like every little thing I'll see him line things up for me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, to the point that like everyone around me notices, like coworkers or atheists even at school used to see how God would rearrange things. And it's not because I was some perfect individual. I would literally talk to God about everything, exams, like boy things, everything. I would just talk to God about everything and I would just see him make a way and he led me through different avenues. And so I just wanted to make it simple. It's not about the words, it's the sincerity of your heart. 
I could pray a whole long story to God, but if my heart isn't in it, what's the point? And or I could be like somebody else and have no words and just cry, but that's more pleasing to God because he's, he wants our heart. He sees our heart, you know, and I just think at the end of the day, it's, it's not about your words. It's about your heart towards God. And I think if you're honest, even if it's today, right? Like maybe you're heartbroken. Maybe you have anger in your heart. Maybe you have unforgiveness and you don't know what to do. There's times like, I would lay on the floor and I would just cry. Like my heart was just hurting from from a lot of things. And I would cry to the Lord and I would just talk to him like, God, like heal my heart. You know, in Isaiah 61, I believe it's 61, where it says like God binds up the brokenhearted and he heals their wounds. God has a way that you don't have to live with that pain and he can Get, like you can give that pain to him and sometimes it's overnight sometimes it's not sometimes it's a daily like god i i'm so sad like i miss this person or or if it's a sudden loss or if something happened you don't know you know and it's just giving that to god and bringing him into that or maybe you're angry and you feel like upset about something that happened just for me it's like i, I give it to god and i just say god you see everything and i don't want to live in a place of anger i don't want to live in a place of being like feeling like I, f- I feel like, you know, an injustice was done to me, but I just, I just release it. And there's this freedom that can be given to you in the middle of whatever it is you're, you're going through, you know, and there's so many times where I, I didn't have words. I just would cry or I didn't have words. I just would lean into my heart and I'd say, God, I don't know, you know, and I would leave it, you know, and I just say like, um, you know, there's different types of prayer. And there are times too, where I was in anguish and I didn't know what to do. And I would start pacing my floor and I would start talking to God about what's on my heart. And then I would start praising God. And I would just start thanking God for everything that he's done, even in the middle of hardship. And so I just know God's scripture says to cast your anxiety onto him because he cares for you. And when you pray, it's not always one-sided. It's letting God nurse your wounds. It's it's giving God what the heaviness is and, and in return, he gives you his peace, you know? And so I hope this helps prayer is more of a conversation. I mean, even sometimes I could be washing dishes and I'll just be start talking to God or in my heart, just thinking about God. It's acknowledging him in everything, you know, and on my best days and my worst days, on my best days, I'll be like, God, thank you for this vacation or God, thank you for allowing me to see a good day or, or thank you for the sunset or thank you for this. Like I bring him into everything and I just... I just make sure I, I, I have that time. And one more thing I did want to bring up was Jesus, right? When Jesus went to go pray, it says that he would go to a mountain and he would go and pray. So there was times Jesus, the son of God, would get away from the crowd. And maybe you're trying to pray and you have trouble focusing. And maybe you don't know what to do or what to say, but it's just, you're just having trouble on, on what to, to focus. I would say at that point, turn your phone off. I would say go somewhere where it's quiet. Maybe that's your closet. Maybe that's the shower. Maybe that's at a park near a lake. Maybe it's it's in your car on a drive um, at night. I don't know what that looks like, but getting to a spot where you can have a heart-to-heart with God or journaling or, or um, 
I don't know, there's so many things. And I just know it's really important the older you get that you have this time to get away. And it can be hardship. It could be good days. Even Jesus, when he went to the garden, it says that he cried out to God saying, God, if you could take this cup from me, um, take it. And he was in reference talking about the cross, but he ultimately prayed, but God, your will be done. And I think ultimately, whatever our prayer life is, whatever it is, it's you give it to God, but just trust knowing that God's a good father and whether he answers in the way that you hope or not, it's God's good. And going back to my story with the glasses, I didn't have the faith. I didn't know what to pray. I was just bringing him into it like, gosh, God, I don't know what to do. Never in a million years would have guessed that. And and honestly, that I still can't believe it happened. <laughs> it's just impossible. But it's just a, it's just a story to say that like God is in the details, and if He hears the thoughts of our our mind and our heart, so why not bring it to Him anyway? You know. And so I hope um, the stigma of what prayer can sometimes feel as intimidating is just thinking of it as a friend, as as just bringing God into your moment of getting away and, and talking to him. And I just hope this encourages you and how much more fitting if I just say a prayer for you guys. So I'll just say a prayer before I end. And so God, I thank you for every single person that's listening, um, your sons, your daughters, God, you're not a person um, that you should lie. You're not man that you should lie. You don't show favoritism. So God, the same way that you've spoken to me. I pray you speak to them in a way that they know in, in their language and whatever that is where they know that it's you. And so God, if someone feels far away from you that they don't feel heard, God, I pray in this moment that you come near to them. God, I pray if they feel just, just so devastated and heartbroken and heavy that God, your word says that um, if anyone fears, feels heavy laden, that you will give rest. So God, I pray you give rest to them, peace to them. I pray, Father, that Lord, that you meet them where they're at, that God, if they haven't known you as friend, that from today on, they begin to talk to you in their way, whatever that is, even if it's only a sentence, let it start there. But God, I thank you that you'll meet with them just like you've met with me and you'll talk to them just like you've talked to me. Give the, give us a hunger for your word to hear your voice in scripture and just to desire more of you. And so God, every voice of the enemy that's speaking, I pray that you quiet it in Jesus' name, that God, that each person that's listening, they are loved by you and that you want to talk to them and have a direct relationship with them. It's not for someone else only, it's for them as well. So God, I love you. I praise you. Give every single person's needs, their destinies, their future, all the things they're worried about into your hands. And I just pray your blessings upon them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope this encourages you. Amen. We love to hear it. Guys, Christine is amazing. She always has the best prayers and is there for you when you need her. She'll tell you what you need rather than the things that you want to hear. Like, she'll tell you what you need to hear rather than what you want to hear. But anyway, I'm so grateful that God led me to her and I'm so happy, so, so, so very much happy that she agreed to speak. But if you are struggling with prayer, hey, how about we pray about it? (laughs) Okay, anyway. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up this morning. Start us on our way. Thank you for your angels watching over us night and day. Thank you for your mercy, power, glory, and favor. 
ask that you give us your will. I ask that you help us to know that we can pray for anything and that it doesn't matter how we pray or how long it is. And I ask that you give us the confidence to also pray for others. I pray that we are able to cry out to you in any situations, whether it's good or bad. Help us to have the comfortability to talk to you. I ask that you heal us both mentally and physically from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. And help us to cast our stress and anxiety and our worries, our depression, all to you. We surrender it all to you. And I ask that you send your angels to Israel and comfort those who are dealing with loss and are fighting through the pain. Help them to stay strong and to continue to pray and stay close to you. I ask that you forgive us all of our sins. I ask for your mercy and compassion, Jesus. You opened the eyes of the blind and I ask for forgiveness and healing and restoration for all of us. I ask that you wash us from the guilt in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe and turn your notice on. If you don't know how to do that, just know that I upload every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Also, don't forget to use the Q&A section at the end. I've changed it from topics to prayer requests. So if there's something you want me to pray for, let me know. And if you still want to request topics, follow my IG at D-E-S-C-I period I-I-I-I. That's D-E-S-C-I period four eyes at the end. It'll be in the description of this episode and it should be in the description of like the whole podcast. And I will also keep you notified on Insta. So I hope you enjoy your day. Stay blessed and keep praying. Peace out, bro. Shaka.